separated at birth in the usual time slot with your boys the full measure and roman wins super excited to be back with you guys we did an offline show last week but no more of that fuckery we're back in the seats ready to talk about stuff and i'm just super excited to see my boy uh we didn't get to speak a lot over the weekend man how you doing i'm doing fantastic you know spend a little time with the missus uh we both uh everybody be appropriate okay we both gave each other facials in the uh <laughs> exfoliating manner okay i am looking 10 years younger i'm feeling fabulous my skin is taut and uh i i'm loving life uh i i missed you this weekend how are you my partner in crime i'm 100 percent man uh great time great time great time to be a gamer my god so many cool things happening uh in terms of games uh so many cool games out right now and more to join us in this week which i'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later in the episode but uh yeah man fucking uh just uh just climbing through the games dude having a good time um still plugging away at uh, lost ark of course i know you are as well uh been doing some for horizon forbidden west uh of course destiny drops tomorrow which is ridiculous uh i need that so bad dude uh and then Elden ring man i i actually don't i don't even want to talk about Elden ring anymore because it's just the i don't think anticipation levels can peak any more than they already have i'm scared i'm gonna burst and uh of course there was a story overview trailer that was revealed yesterday which i'm not even gonna watch dude yeah even, and uh, just gonna go did you see it. did you see the tweet that they put out uh right when they revealed the story trailer no they I said didn't. they uh they like put out a tweet generally the gist of it was is uh some people have earlier copies of the games out now in the wild and we dropped this story trailer please don't ruin like please don't ruin the the experience of people who want to walk through the forbidden lands with clouds in their eyes or something. It was very, it's much more poetic than I can do. But, <laughs> I think uh, you did a pretty decent job. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, it's a great time to be a gamer, as you said. Uh, I, uh, my favorite fighting, fighting game franchise came out. Uh, I've been putting so many hours into that. I rose the ranks really quickly, had some uh, great play, and then I went entered into a, an online tournament over the weekend <laughs> and uh, won my preliminaries, was feeling great. Then I proceeded to get my head smashed in. Your boy is not what he used to be. And uh, <laughs> fighting games, the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows, aren't they? Oh, you know I, mean? I hit the lowest of the lows. I got my uh, my my PP slapped by some uh, twelve year olds that uh, called me a fucking boomer. And oh. uh, yeah, so oh. now no, not not really. But that's how I felt. Okay, and, okay. <laughs> so, they, they 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 called it to you with their minds. Like you could sense them. it. You could sense it. <laughs> but i mean um, this is something that uh a game that you enjoy with your eldest as well your son right he, he's a pretty good uh king of he's really good as well okay he's well, really good shout outs to him because i mean I, I believe he was helping you giving you a little bit of coaching and stuff like that so that's pretty cool yeah when he was coaching me through the tournament uh i learned something uh i apparently must have been an aggressive teacher with him because uh, he was oh, a very aggressive teacher <laughs> with me and uh, he slated me viciously and uh, told me how horrible I am and I felt this big. So I can't wait for Destiny tomorrow because I need to feel good about myself and kill some monsters. <laughs> well, 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 before we climb off the whole fighting games thing, uh, thoughts on the Street Fighter 6? Oh reveal. my God. But you never ask. Oh man, they're using the RE engine for the newly announced Street Fighter 6 starring luke a new character that they introduced at the end of the last season of street fighter 5 and they showed bearded bare-chested ryu 
So if anybody has any kind of love love for Street Fighter historically, please, I I encourage you to look at the trailer for Street Fighter 6. It's only 30 seconds, but it is phenomenal looking. And with that, they also announced the Street Fighter 30th, 35th anniversary uh, release. And in that, they have games that... Holy shit. Yeah, 35 years. We're old. But they ported some games in there that they've never ported before. And there's a rare gem in there, a game called Red Earth that has never been ported. And I actually own... Uh, the arcade version of it in my basement, and I went. I was that was the thing I was so shocked to see. That's like, crazy. What the hell, Red Earth. But yeah, the 35th anniversary. Now, typically when they do these these anniversary games, they kind of suck. But mm. uh, th- there are two games in there that have never been done. Uh, there is rollback netcode, which means good net play of Pocket Fighter, which was like all the little cartoony Street Fighter characters, <laughs> and Red Earth. So like people who haven't been able to play these games for 35 years are going to get to see it for the first dude, time. Dude, there's probably some fucking dude sitting in a basement someone going like, Red Earth, yeah, bro! <laughs> they, they finally giving it the love, son! Like, uh, I, it's got to be... <laughs> Is that you? Have you got it's like great. the Red Earth t-shirt as well? I do. <laughs> I do. I love no, that's, it. I'm that's excited. awesome. No, but I, 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 I had the suspicion they had... Um, they had Kind of like a run-up to it where they they started uh sort of the foretelling trailers and things like that but not just saying like capcom's got a reveal and people were speculating is it another resident evil is it this is it that but i mean it was it was street fighters time it was too soon for another resident evil um i was i was hoping for like a a I mean, a, a revitalization of maybe some of Capcom's older roster. That's what you get maybe. for raising yeah. them on bark for toilet yeah, paper. Uh, I'm rich, bitch! What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I don't know. You're, of course, watching the stream on the back. So so we just oh! got like a lovely donation there. That's what you get for raising them on bark for toilet paper. <laughs> so this, of course, guys, this... this what? I, I will tell the story. I will tell the story because it's better if I tell it um because i heard it as a third party i it was not something that i partook in it's a it's a lovely anecdote about roman that came out one night while he was on stream with one of his lifelong buddies and i actually only caught it the next day when i watched the stream and it's essentially i mean it alludes to i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do the whole fucking thing but it's it's hilarious because basically it alludes to the fact that that roman feels that you know you must very much be raised by wolves and that means wiping your ass with like fucking one ply you know um razor wire essentially it's essential and so, it, and so he was getting burning friction no, to dude, know that I properly fu- cleaned my your, ass. You're gonna feel your fucking hand if you fucking press too hard. That's the point. So, so, uh, so I, I, I never actually spoke to you about this, but I thought it was fucking hilarious because it is, it is a a, a thing that that was like a big thing for us when we moved to to Denmark here because in South Africa it's quite common. Like rich people have two ply, right? That's like that's like when you're in someone's house and like two like god damn he put some rich motherfuckers up in here like like you're like I must be I must be in the rich neighborhood now you know and and then one ply where you basically sexually assault yourself when you wipe your ass that's that's like the you know the standard so and I mean you know as a real man all you do is you just double wad it right then you, then you then you have two ply right you just put two fucking one plies on top of each other but no 
but I, I know in your house, like, like you give like an allotment. Okay, you get four sheets for the day. That's it. That's yeah. all you get. <laughs> I got a lot of females in this house, and they make these boxing gloves, and I'm constantly at the shops getting more paper, okay? I mean, and with then the I size family that you have, the 12-pack toilet roll doesn't work, right? It doesn't work. It's gone in an you afternoon. The, you need the 36 or some shit, right? <laughs> I got to go hard. So, so then when we move to Denmark here, the standard here, the standard, like the poor folk, the, the street people, they use three ply. Oh my god! And and here, right around the corner from us, like what they sell is four ply, dog, and that is like wiping your ass with silk. Oh my god! No, 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 because that bites you in the butt. Because then it's so soft, so supple, you're gonna get a surprise finger in the ass because your hand's gonna go through it because you're used to the rough shit. All right. Yeah, but this that's is, that's why you should never get used to the rough shit. That's that's the point, though. You I, you've you've raised these these children to like. I mean, the 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 combination of the story was essentially that Roman borrowed one bog roll from his buddy, <laughs> and and his kids are like, God damn, we've been living like pigs our whole lives. Like, look at this, look at this beautiful supple roll of paper that we could fucking wipe our derriers with, and you got us using this, you know, like grade five sanding paper on our ass our entire lives. It's ridiculous this so, is it's ridiculous hilarious. uh these are the life lessons that uh that i try to teach my children about how to live rough in the streets okay and uh this one bog roll ruined our relationship i can tell you one thing though your lesson falls flat because if kids live life on the streets wiping their ass with a fucking old newspaper has is better than one ply toilet paper is all i'm saying so so, so already there the lesson fails like you know horribly <laughs> well listen this is the separated at birth podcast you can derail the show just like Fenru did, uh, and we much appreciate your patronage. You can support the channel and derail the show by using the Streamlabs link in the description of this video, or you can email your email the show at weareseparatedatbirth@gmail.com to suggest a topic for the week. We will go through all the topics that are submitted, and we will choose the best ones at no cost to you. We'll read them on air, and we will discuss. So thank you for the support, Fenrir. Thank you for derailing the show. And if anybody else wants to derail the show just like this, have a great conversation about a surprise finger in the ass, you could do that by clicking the stream support button I'm, in I'm the got, description of the video. tons, tons more dirt I can deliver. <laughs> Okay, but speaking speaking of dirt, and because because I wanna because I want I want our show to have a natural cadence of you know like start angry and end happy, beautiful, oh. or start beautiful and end like fucking cussing out the world, right? So so speaking of dirt, I just gotta get some shit off my chest, and and that's kind of like me continuing on in my crusade against what the fuck is going on with Lost Ark. Mm. And so let me explain what I mean by that. So actually, let's to, to, to start the whole topic off, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to dump us over to this little screen over here, and I'm going to just reveal the patch notes, which was this. This is an ongoing discussion that's basically happening. Ooh, that's not the right thing. Ooh, Live show, not, folks. Oh, yeah, guys, the, the editing is top notch. Okay, so... What you're seeing here right now, right, is 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 this is the latest, the top current issues. This was posted on February 20th on the the the, the, the forums of, of the game, right? And so this is a collection of basically the burning issues that the game has right now. 
uh, hot topic, so to speak. So I'm not going to read this whole thing to you, but it is. It is. Uh, I'm going to tell you what it means as, as in a nutshell. But basically, it focuses on some certain key areas. So. Firstly, the Europe Q situation, which we as European players are experiencing with Last Ark, and this is a good thing in the show because you guys are you guys are are, are basically going to hear the opinion from someone that is primarily an NA player, and you're going to hear someone that's primarily an EU player, and so th this very same game is a drastically different experience depending on which one of the two of us you ask, and so the European Qs are a big issue, and more specifically, this alludes is probably due to the fact that uh, like if you look on the na side it launched in two region, regions for america there's an na east and an na west and then europe launched in basically what they just called europe and has now since be begun being called central europe and they've in the meanwhile also brought up a is it west it's europe west i right? think west europe yeah. yep I don't even fucking know because I have no interest in going there. But so so there's two regions for this now as well. And the point the point is what they're trying to do is they're trying to get people to jump off the servers that they're already on in Europe and to lessen some of these queues. The situation is so fucking dire right now that if you were to leave this podcast right now and stop listening to the two of us, go fucking open up Last Car Arc and try to get into any of the EU servers, what's going to happen is your client will actually fucking crash before you can even log in, before you can even queue huge problem huge problem so basically what they're saying is they co they're continually starting to look and see what they can do but they've basically reached the threshold now this first part here is extremely telling it says adding more servers is not possible based on the complexity of all the systems that need to work together they've increased it to the maximum amount that they can in europe central that means no more capacity they, there's they, they're not waiting to give us more capacity it's at its fucking limit now right so the point is now what they, they want people to jump off central and they want them to go to west and so they've done all kinds of things like now giving a second set of founders packs and all that stuff but the bottom line is i'll use myself as an example i now already have five level 50s on the server that i'm playing on and i've got a huge amount of you know like like money invested into the economy i've got like two and a half million silver i've got like you know fifteen thousand gold blah 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 and and there's no way you're gonna get me to re-roll on another service so what do you do with a guy like me you do a transfer a server transfer that brings us to the second point we definitely which, hear is, that which is standard in every other mmo and I, do, I don't do 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 the Korean version have that? I they don't know. Ha they have it, but it's it's a what you know in terms of how a server transfer. Let's use something like World of Warcraft, right, where you pay an amount, and then it used to be that it took like twenty four hours. Then right. it went down to taking twelve hours, and these days it's like fucking instantly. Like you pay Instant. and it's good to go. Now this uses some like nineteen eighty four fucking hamster on a wheel old ass shit in Korea, where basically what you do is you. They just rolled it out. They rolled it out like six weeks ago, right? And so what you do, and it's only Korea. Russia doesn't have it yet. It's a weekly batch process that needs maintenance to run. So it's not 24 hours. It's motherfucking seven days. So if wow. you do it on Thursday night when the weekly refresh happens, you'll only get your character on the new server seven days later. It takes a, it takes a, 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 a maintenance period. A maintenance cycle. Yeah. Correct. And, and the, the thing is, it does not support cross-region functionality. So you could transfer to another server within your region, but you can't go from central to to west, for instance. So that doesn't solve anybody's problem. So yeah, they say, unfortunately, it's not a viable option. Then 
to 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 finish off this conversation and i don't want to take much more time than this but the point is the last ditch option then is to tell your whales your players that have been playing the entire time that have it like me i have five fifties okay bro we'll give you five power passes take all your shit like you won't get you won't have your your silver and everything but you can spin that up again that's okay but you get your 550s your knowledge transfers that you've used your power passes that you've used everything that's there no we've also heard the ask for power pass grants blah, blah, blah. power pass can only be implemented on a roster that already has a level 50 and will not work on the first character on a roster what they're saying is is it's impo you it's impossible for them to give you a 50 without you having a 50 on the server that's ridiculous any character is just a line of co or lines of code. I mean, you can copy those lines of code and move them over. Um, so, so it's almost like these guys. These guys have made this game, but like they don't know how to code it. Yeah, and 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 all of these issues, all of these things that they're running into, are standard practice in any large MMO. And and this is not a new game. It is almost. It's approaching four years old. And uh, these are not new problems. They should have. They they could have been anticipating this. They even had that extended beta period where they where they had a massive influx of pre-orders and everything like that. They should have gauged the interest. Uh, the game also had like two alphas. Um, it so, had two alphas. Yeah. So, so the the thing is, uh, and guys, I, I again, there's there's some more in that article, but I'm not. You know, go go check it out, especially if you're a Lost Ark player and you want to basically see just you know kind of like how shafty this whole thing is but the the baseline is here that that and it's something that you alluded to i think two podcasts ago it might have even been last week and that's the, the thing that these guys they're banking on like we just gotta hold it fucking down and like a month from now 30 30 percent of people will leave and then we'll be okay the, the complaints will start dying down the the servers we won't have these massive queue issues anymore matchmaking will work a little bit better because i haven't even touched on that like it's not only just getting into the game it's actually being in the game and then struggling with you know matchmaking as well but that's that's a story for another day the point is i think they're just playing the long game here because because if you look at if you look at some of the top streamers you know people like this guy's toast asmongold uh, guys who are generally your mmo you know fucking mules right these mm -hmm. guys are saying like great game it's catching me a lot right now but it's incredibly grindy um and and the the progression system is basically a progression system baked into another progression system baked into another progression system but you know with the crystals and then it's rng and it can fail and then you have to like redo it and there's like this gating thing like if you go from tier two to tier three the only way for you to go up is to get a full set of armor from chaos dungeons and if you just miss one of those pieces you have screwed until the next day and the next day you do your two chaos dungeons and again you're looking for boots you just can't get boots guess what motherfucker day three so it's so this kind of stuff scares these people away because guys that want to grind away at a game want to know that if they spend 24 hours playing a game they can get ahead of someone else but lost ark is weird because it wants you to grind but it has natural gating in it which stops you like it wants it you to grind but only up to the point where they think it's enough now it doesn't want you to grind <laughs> that's that's a fair point that's a fair point it, it, it wants you to use its currency exchange system yeah, yeah and 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 part of that currency exchange system is is a fatigue mode basically that's built into the game which you can pay to buy, progress which you can pay to take the fatigue away 100 percent. but it's a mobile game in an mmo yeah it's a it's a gacha it's a gacha game like 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 built as an mmo and it's an incredibly and guys i want to almost end off my part in, in in this complaint and everything that i've said now saying that the fucking only reason i'm so passionate about this 
the only reason I'm carrying on about this and I'm not telling you guys some other fucking stories because I like this game so much because I think about playing it all the time and because I, there's stuff in the game that I still want to do so I don't want it to fail I don't want them to bank on 40% of the people leaving in a month because in three months time another 40% leave and then what then you're just stuck with like you know a bunch of me's that have rolled multiple alts and like feel like okay i've spent too much time on the game now i've put 500 hours in so jesus i have to play this and right. you know all the new people have left and then the economies in the game die you can't do matchmaking you know there's no low tier content i don't know it's just i it, it kind of feels to me that that even though this is an mmo that's supposed to last for a very long time they're just really thinking about it very short term yeah the legs are waning for me um i don't I can only obtain loot on one character in an abyssal dungeon once a week. Um, that hurts because that, to me, that's the funnest content. It's actually like a dungeon that has mechanics and, and it requires communication. Uh, chaos dungeons to me are kind of like, I just hold whatever, I just mash out yeah, AOE buttons and then yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah. You know, there are parts of it that are kind of like the legs are leaving for me. And mm. so I worry about this type of thing because I do want to get a dedicated group of five and be able to do hard content. But with all the matchmaking issues and with all the people in and out based on queue sizes and things like that. And we're all split over the world, right? We're all split all over the world. Yeah. So it's 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 a little frustrating. Uh, PvP has been a has been a dream for me. I love it. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, I I I grind it, that the PvP has been so fun to me with the way that they do the uh, the the books and the skill allocations and the and the points that like you don't necessarily have to grind for gear for PvP. Yeah, it's a level so, playing field. Level playing field. It's a level playing field that just it it actually hampers my uh, item level grinding because I get so wrapped up in just battlegrounds and I'm playing PvP all day. So. Uh, the game has so much going for it, and, but the, the thing that, that hurts me is they ask for a 20-hour dedication, minimally, of you to level a character from 1 to 50, and they won't let you advance alts. So you would to, to make that bearable, you have to have a captivating narrative, and that is nowhere to be found. It has been... Uh, it, it, it's so dry and such a struggle. I have... It, it, I shudder to think of having to do it again to make my requisite additional alts to to be able to grind the right way Look, so I did, uh, it, I did it almost three times in like a, a, a week and a half and 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 it's painful it definitely is it definitely is it it it's the 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 game is like 80 percent moving 10 percent pressing g through stuff and 10 percent watching cutscenes you can't play uh, you can't skip that's yeah, that's, it, that's the it, game and what i don't like is even if i'm an alt and i go through it it still says cannot skip first time through and i'm like what Yes. I've been through this before. Let me skip this, you know. Did you, so did, you know that that's all, did you know that that's also bound to, and that's maybe what you're remembering now. But that's that's bound to your roster. So if you right. switch rosters, then it resets all of that, and so you you basically you're again stuck in the not not being able to skip. And I mean, I know you've you've basically played on like three different servers, as have I. So <laughs> yeah. we've, we've like we've been double or triple dipping in this fucking pain. But and I still can't tell you what the story is. <laughs> Dude, I just I I know that I know that like at the beginning you meet that dude and he's like your boyfriend and then and then later on you meet another guy that's his boyfriend and I'm yes. like it's like a weird fucking triangle. I don't know what's going on and every once in a while you have to like help him cuz he's getting, you know, I don't know, ambushed by a bunch. I don't know, bro. I don't Yeah, know. they're very catholic. There's a lot of a uh, boy on boy action with these priests. But um <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. Uh but, you know, but I mean, while we 
can i can i ask you this right T yeah. taking a pivot from the this is an mmo and looking at what's happening on final fantasy right now and perhaps yeah. you can just explain that a little bit more because i know that you have the hubbub on that and i, I haven't caught up so much but everything i'm hearing sounds fucking delicious by the way no i love but, it because it, it's literally counteracting everything that i'm having problems with with lost ark because uh, final fantasy they decided okay we what how can we differentiate ourselves as an mmo right we have these big raids we have these mechanics we have these large teams we have all this uh you know requirements right but what if we put in a compelling final fantasy level story in there and they have an actual story that if you as a player do not want to try and find a dedicated raiding party do not want to find a guild you can actually just jump in and play a compelling Final Fantasy story and enjoy it. Completely and solo. Completely solo. Fuck me. And they have, have just announced that they are going to add easier solo play, and they're doing an overhaul to the engine. They're going to add high-res shaders and everything to upscale the graphics completely for a new generation of players, and they have dedicated 10 years of additional support to final fantasy 14 starting in patch 6.1 which is set for release in april so this wow. will allow people to come in and just experience a compelling story and if you love the mechanics if you love the as they call it accessible solo experience you can get hundreds of hours of that hmm. between I all mean, of the expansions like that have come RPG, out basically Yes, and then if you want it, if you want to live in this world longer, you can play the MMO content at the end. I, I just think it's brilliant. I think it's, it's a beautiful it's a redemption a story, and I think it's very compelling. As someone who played the original launch of Final Fantasy XIV, as well as the relaunch of Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, all the way up until the uh, the Dragoon uh, tale where they added some new races, I thoroughly loved the game it's just where i was in my life i couldn't dedicate you know uh scheduled raid hours so i had to fall away from the game but uh man it's such a great game and to hear that they're adding that single player support yeah. for me someone who already loves the game and has a lot of content in it i would that would get me instantly to just say hey i can spend two weeks just playing solo and like enjoy the content enjoy the mechanics and then i could put the game down i just think that's awesome and i'm super excited for it and uh, that kind of dovetails uh, because I thought Final Fantasy XIV was a great redemption story. And I got wrapped up into uh, what are great redemption stories? And I was like, redemption stories are not just in like a developer with this. Redemption stories go into video games, go into movies. You know, you got Boromir and Lord of the Rings. You got, you know, you got the Red Hood. You got... You got Morden from Mass Effect. You got, yeah. there's all of these great redemption stories. And I was curious, you know, I have my favorite redemption story. I, I was wondering uh, what your favorite redemption story was. And and I know that this, I'm kind of dropping this on you. So I'll go into mine and then I'll, I'll, let, I'll ask luckily, you yours. But... Luckily, I have this shit on, 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 on ready to fire, baby. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's all good. <laughs> well, this is separated at birth. So, you know, we, at, we go on this journey. We get to know one another. I have, I have to let you in on something. I'm a bit of a weeb, okay? I'm a bit of an anime, big titty, oh, hentai shit. connoisseur. Okay. I have all of these Marvel and DC figures here, but the most I have are Dragon Ball figures. And to me, the ultimate redemption story is one of Prince Vegeta IV. 
son of Vegeta from the planet Vegeta, the prince of the Saiyan warrior race, and him finding a rich white woman to take care of his hobo ass and raise two children while Living he leaves dream, for years baby. at a time to dream. go hang out with his buddy and train uh, and never have to worry about a thing. Vegeta is the ultimate redemption story to me. Uh, he is my favorite character in all of anime, and I love him dearly. And yeah, he has a massive tail that turns him into a giant ape. But what what is what are your thoughts on that? Do you have any experience with Vegeta? Uh, and uh, yeah, do I keep thinking you're gonna say something else, but but um, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. Keep you on your toes, baby. So, <laughs> dude, I don't even know if I want to say this. I only ever watched two episodes of Dragon Ball Z. Oh, you're a terrible human. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't. I didn't like it. I thought it was. Oh. I, I, maybe I watched the wrong two episodes because this is like 50 million fucking episodes or something. Um, but 196. Like, how many? 196 on Dragon Ball Z. Okay, that's a that's not that. I thought it was way more. Yeah, I, thought this, I thought this was some some Naruto shit with like five hundred thousand fucking hippies. Nah. I mean, then you have the original Dragon Ball, and then you have Dragon Ball Super, and then you have the the thirteen movies, and then, yeah, I could go on it. But you know, we'll, we'll go. No, I I so so I mean, I get that you're passionate about it, and I can see the passion, but I can't tell you whether that was a good redemption arc or not, uh, because yeah. I don't know enough about the series. So I will in in in, in then in turn give you my favorite redemption arc which is i think much more relatable <laughs> i hate you uncle arthur <laughs> and that and that <laughs> and that's and that's the fucking t800 bro arnold schwarzenegger Ooh. terminator 2 best redemption <sighs> arc ever oh i really thought you were gonna say arthur morgan i love it t800's <laughs> great man yeah, i mean the, t the arthur morgan would have been like an easy easy rip I i've got like a bunch of these like like i like that i uh, i mean the t800 is a good one uh unforgiven is fantastic you know clint eastwood with uh fucking william money uh and and his life and all that shit and i mean that's like some dark gritty like it's 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 i mean that role was was written for for for, for clint eastwood and he just pulled it off so much uh do you know a movie called uh so first of all i'm a huge sam rockwell fan huge oh I fucking yeah love i know him. you are right uh, yeah yeah i, I mean I, okay so do you know a movie called three billboards outside ebbing missouri yes oh that's so good he is this racist piece of shit in the movie such a like just a the, i mean the only way the only person that could have played that character to perfection is sam rockwell right and such and, a, and, and and goggins but go on sure okay fair oh that, that's a good point that's a good point <laughs> uh, but he he has such a great redemption arc in that movie i watched it again recently it's actually like a like a little bit of a favorite of mine my wife hates the fact that i love the movie so much because it's it's it doesn't have a lot going on except i mean it's it's, 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 it's it, that's a hard movie it's, it's like oof. yeah it's it's not like a fun like hey let's have some beer and eat popcorn and watch fucking three billboards outside every missouri you know but <laughs> But it, it has, like, the movie's one of these weird things where it doesn't. Like, you're like, oh, okay, cool, the movie's over now. You're like, oh, no, wait, it's a buddy comedy now, and they're going to go fuck some people up. It's like, yeah, it's it's just, it's it's really good. But, yeah, redemption arcs are, are something special in movies, especially if it's if it's a uh, because i mean you get different different kinds i suppose i mean in a way you can say you know rocky also features a great fucking redemption arc 
but you know you know like a person like struggling the whole time and then they get they come up and you know mm-hmm. and uh but but villainous turns i mean darth vader you know so like that those those redemption All arcs time. are always are always like like super satisfying to watch so i mean that's a that that's a fucking i need to go watch me some dragon ball z then that's what i'm saying dude I, i've legitimately wanted to do it my entire i just figured like i'm too late now i'm like i'm like 41 you're um, never. T- you're the. You're the age demographic of Dragon Ball. Oh, am well, I the other, target? Am I the target yeah, demographic? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dragon Ball's. Dragon Ball is 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 one of those things where you go into it and you know it's terrible, yeah. and you have to accept that it's terrible. But it's like watching an '80s action okay, flick yeah, you, where you, you're just you gonna. The I'm just gonna ride it out. I'm just gonna yeah. ride it out, baby. And uh, it's it's fantastic. I love it. I love it. Now. Um, what was I gonna say? I had something. It doesn't matter. But, it's I, mean, gone. Rede- but I mean, redemption the redem- arc, though, a peacemaker, right? That Peace- just well, yeah. Well, uh, that's another one. Yeah, peacemaker. You know, he went into it being a rank piece of shit, and by the yeah. end, he's telling Aquaman to go fuck fish while he's the hero. But uh, spoilers, sorry. But <laughs> oopsie, <laughs> oopsie, poopsie. Uh, but redemption story is 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 one of my favorite things because it's it's I love people, right? I love people. At the end of the day, that's why I do this. It's to connect with people from all over the world. That's why I put myself out there. It's because you get a little bit of people coming back at you. And a redemption arc, a redemption story is hope springing eternal. It's, it's no matter how big of a piece of shit you are, you can affect someone or you can change your course by the end of the time the story's written. Uh, there's hope for all of us. So, uh, yeah, when I was thinking about Lost Ark and you were talking about it and the news of Final Fantasy XIV came out, I was just yeah. like... This is this is a studio that right now is losing all of its goodwill. Is there a redemption arc for this? What will they do? And then you read the notes that they put out, and it's like, Jesus, man, they don't even give a shit about redemption. <laughs> They're just like, we're barreling through this, and if you stick around, you stick around. If you don't, peace, goodbye. I mean, it's also it's also the world that we live in today, right? Where where it it feels like we've been living in this lost arc fuck up for like forever, but it's only been ten days. So it's it's I'm not trying to give them a fucking excuse or a way out or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that the 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 way how things work now, because because a lot of these these complaints and these situations ends up feeling a little bit like an echo chamber or something like that. It's that like it feels th- there's definitely things they can do to to fix this. There is a redemption arc. There's a redemption arc for fucking anyone. I believe there's always a road to redemption for anyone, any you know, whatever. But certainly that that kind of response on the forums is not is not indicative of a studio that is interested in redeeming themselves it's indicative of a studio that's going like batten down the hatches just just make like you don't see these motherfuckers and they'll go away and then yeah that's that's what that looks like wait so it's funny you said that right because that's my uh philosophy to all rage right it's just batten down the hatches this too shall pass right um it's how i feel about cancel culture don't don't apologize don't give in just shut your mouth and it'll blow the soft underbelly then it never stops but if you ignore them then they go away yeah exactly but you you said something key that that kind of just fucked me up and i think you're brilliant for it i i have obtained five max level characters the pinnacle of the game and i'm grinding the end game content and i did it in under 10 days so it's like should i really be playing any one game this hard should i play it as it comes to me do what i need to do and still enjoy other things because i'm not locked into a subscription service that makes it the place i have to be to play um so yeah you kind of just kind of just reinvigorated me a little bit maybe i just need to chill the fuck out 
go play some destiny tomorrow well, uh build the clan uh if you want to join the clan let us know in our discords and uh, we'll get you in we play some destiny together uh but uh and then move on and keep getting my head click kicked in and some king of fighters and uh get ready for elden ring look the, the thing is that uh, i i agree 100 categorically with everything that you said the, the thing is that there is no reason for us to know life a game like lost ark right now there's lots of other stuff to play and the game aggressively does not want you to know life it so so in by doing this um i literally i've watched the so i i don't know about you but you know i partake in reddit because i'm a fucking masochist and so you know i go on there to see you know all the you know the terrible things that people have to say about each other and the world and studios and people and movies and whatever and i've watched in the last couple of days how the the lost ark subreddit has slowly morphed from oh my god we can't log in blah 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 blah, and that whole thing about that to now hey guys i'm uh, item level you know 1300 what the fuck should i do now mm. and so now people have now no life did and, and and i i don't know what the exact percentage is but let's imagine for the sake of this argument right that and it's probably not that high but just to make my point 10 percent of people playing lost ark right now have reached tier three it's definitely not that high it's definitely not that high i peg it close to maybe five but just for the sake of the argument let's say 10 percent have reached that that means that at the moment right now we uh, we in the in the in in, in europe and in america the version of lost ark that we have has a very very fucking limited portion of tier three content we don't even have argos yet which drops in like two weeks time the point that i'm trying to make is that that there's not a lot to do once you people are racing like fucking maniacs to get to tier three because you can but the point is once you get to tier three it's like there's nothing to do there's literally nothing to do and so then you then what the game wants you to do is level up your life skills and you know get some makoko seeds and stuff and the point is 99 percent of people watch did new not episodes show, of fridge yes exactly 99 <laughs> percent of people did not show up to go look for makoko seeds so it's it's a weird it's it's the game is 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 almost like a fucking contradiction of itself. It's very strange. It's very strange. But I I definitely think there's truth to what you said. Uh, there's no reason to punish yourself with this game right now. If at any moment it feels like, you know, you're putting in too much time. There's not something to do. You don't want to sit in queues or anything like that. Go the fuck away from it and come back later because it will be in a better state. It has to be in a better state. And in the meanwhile, play games like horizon forbidden west which just recently dropped which is phenomenal now officially the second highest selling ps5 and i know there hasn't been a lot of ps5 games but it's the second highest selling ps5 game just behind spider-man miles morales uh it's probably going to overtake it uh, as more people you know get access to ps5s but it's an amazing fucking game we have alden ring coming out this friday we have destiny 2 witch queen dropping tomorrow so there's a lot of good stuff that can be played right now so point. one of my my one of my favorite things to do is um look at the uk sales charts because they do publish the uk sales charts while other countries don't publish their sales charts uh, especially in america that's not a thing that's always done um proprietary holders like to hold on to their numbers microsoft is notorious for that because yeah. uh they they, they don't want to show when they're getting outsold they kind of try to keep positive uh positive uh advertising out there True. but we i we i always go into the uk sales charts and then extrapolate from there and then multiply out and you get a real it's very reliable in getting a list of what is moving units right now 
Yeah. And for the week of ending February 19th, 2022, the number one game is Horizon Forbidden West, followed by Pokemon, then Dying Light 2, then Mario Kart 8, and then all the way down is FIFA 22. I've never seen FIFA that low on the list. Like, Dude, that's People huge. are getting fucking long in the tooth for that shit, bro. Yeah, then Animal Crossing, then Call of Duty uh, Vanguard actually went up. Minecraft is always on the top that's 10. Season 2, that's why. It'll drop yep. right down again. Mario Party Superstars, and then at number 10 is Just Dance 2022. People love that Just Dance series. But Horizon vaulting to number one in a week is massively it's indicative. In a week. It's literally yeah, it's like five massively days. In indicative of how many people are just diving into this game. I think it's I I, I it was my bold prediction that it was gonna be the massive hit of the year. I still hold to that. Or of February, I'm sorry. Yeah. I still hold to that. I think it will end up selling more units than Elden Ring. Um, I know a certain somebody who has been playing Horizon Forbidden West. So I know this you probably have a video of this coming out, but I want to be enraptured by your dulcet tones and get your impressions, a, a, a mild review of your experience and what the game has been like. Um, okay, so I'm sitting on, I, I plowed a ridiculous amount of hours into the game over the weekend. I'm sitting on something like almost 30 hours played, and that's including the nine that I played on stream on Friday, and then just another 21 hours in 48 hours. Uh, wow. And, and I enjoyed every, every single minute of it. I, I can sit here and complain about things like I still don't understand why you have to craft ammo while you're fighting. And you know, there's fucking weird tangents that I go into. But this game is 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 a studio that understands what so Gorilla took what they what what they heard from the fans that was, you know, good in Horizon Zero Dawn and they fucking flipped it to a thousand. People like the mix, so they're like, okay, cool, we'll give you double the amount of fucking... Um, um, so all of the mix, all of this, the enemies that you fought in the first game came back, plus 17 new types. It's ridiculous. Wow. Then you have subtypes under there. So also, you're not fighting the same. There's Apex versions of them, which are like hyper-aggressive, crazy stuff. The AI of the game, this is stuff that I didn't get to see on the stream. There's so much you know things built into this game now human ai that you fight understand traps so if you try to ambush them they'll come in and they'll shoot the traps out and stuff to like 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 get you out like there's there's so many things that they did right with this game that it's still after 30 hours into it i still walk into a a piece of combat or a a set piece in the game and it just blows my mind the story is kind of a little weird um it's I really, I, I really liked certain parts of Horizon uh, Zero Dawn story, uh, and certain parts were kind of like, eh, you know. And this <laughs> game went exactly the same way. But it's almost as if Gorilla knew that people, people play the game, yeah, sure, for the story, but they really play it for the combat loop. They really play it because it's like fucking Dino Riders when you were a kid, and these dinosaurs are crazy, and they got like lasers coming out their butts, and it's just, it's, it's just crazy. And so they just took everything, the weapon crafting, uh, the, the different, you know, the first game had, you know, different biomes. This game has, has that plus in the fact that you actually now can go into the ocean and you can swim. And there's, there's specific enemies that are just under there. So I'm going into a lot of detail, but the point that I'm trying to make is that this is a game that understands what it is. It's very, very 
it's very very sure of itself it knows what it does well and so they said you know what let's not try and reinvent the wheel let's not try and change too many things like let's take the shit that people like let's run with it and let's give them another like 200 hours of that and that's what this game is so if you're a fan of the original and you have any for some reason you're sitting on the fence going like mm, i don't know if i should buy this go fucking get it go get it because i guarantee you everything that you liked about the first game is the year in this game plus some fucking spades heaped on top of it and if you're a person like yourself for instance who is not necessarily someone that was nearly as enraptured by horizon zero dawn as i was but now having seen some footage and and thinking like maybe this is something that i'd like i can tell you that whatever you're seeing and you're liking is five times better to actually play yourself the game's combat oh, wow. loop is ridiculous the animations are great and guys here's the thing straight up you cannot understand the beauty of this game by watching me play it on fucking youtube on a stream that's that's being encrypted the bitrate is shit the frames are like 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 being you know squashed uh, they the you know youtube is compressing it everything like that you're not getting the audio all of that go play this thing on a tv and see real next gen that's all i'm saying that's 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 a, that's a great thing to to put out to people because like when i i i've been playing a lot of time playing uh king of fighters 15 and uh when i play it i always go back and i watch matches back uh, based on when I record them or when I stream them, because you know I can see player tendencies, I can see dissect my own tendencies. Yeah, where I, that's good to to learn lessons, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. to learn lessons, break bad habits. Um, but the amount of compression, like just in from the stream, that game is gorgeous. King of Fighters yeah. 15, it's freaking gorgeous. I can only imagine seeing Horizon like with my own eyes. I had a tr I had a blast watching you play. It is a game that did not capture me the first one. I was very it was a weird time when it came out. <laughs> you actually challenged me, you called me on my bullshit at, that I actually not had played it. I went back and looked at my my game count and I didn't even make it 2 hours into the game. So, I did not definitely give it its breadth and width to enjoy the game. But um, I had a blast watching you play it on stream uh, for the majority of the time. I did miss out on uh, just the very beginning. I didn't know. I saw that there was a, a catch up. Like, here's what happened in game one. Was yeah. it in depth? Was like it or did ridiculous, you, did you, ridiculous like 10, 12 minutes cinematic? No, I watched the whole thing on stream. But is it's... that adequate for someone like me coming into the franchise? Yes. Yes, I think so. Because it, it captures it captures it even captures the expansion. So there was an expansion to the original game, which added on like another 20 to 25 hours, a whole new biome, like seven new enemies, new weapons, all of that. It even captures that. Look, the thing is, um, the game has a lot of these like uh, member berry moments where you run into a person that's from the first game and mm. Aloy goes, oh, hey, blah, 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 blah. But but they, they write it in such a way that it it includes those you know like it gives you like an oh this is why i know this person or something it still like that. gives you a little yeah. bit of an explainer so all right that's so very good in many ways this game almost has too much of that because a lot of the times like 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 when you encounter a story point you'll get a cinematic which is which is not really skippable right i mean it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a it's a cinematic you watch and then immediately after that sometimes you go into like a dialogue with with this person and then that dialogue has multiple trees and stuff that you, so you can just go like, hey, bro, it's good to see you. Cool, I gotta go. And you can just go. Or you can now spend some time and say, hey, so what happened to you after the last time I saw you at Blah? And then the, it fills you up on that. So there's a natural catch-up mechanic there that you can you can start of like, you know, remind yourself of that. But 
but yeah it's it's i i think i still think it's it's worth it to play especially the fact that horizon zero dawn is on pc and it's still as beautiful as ever everything like that it's just the thing is you're gonna you're gonna if i tell you now to go play zero dawn and then play uh, forbidden west you're gonna have fatigue because zero dawn yeah. is a 60 hour game easily that was my concern if yeah. I, I i if i tried to back to back them i would get burned no, out no, like, no. being in that one thing too long yeah. so that's why i was like kind of curious about like just jumping straight into this but uh so uh something about the game is it is it a i know it's an open world-ish game mm -hmm. um but but is it like open world with a million side quests all over the place or is it open world for the sake of crafting farming getting uh, weapons and experience and then the story's kind of like driving you somewhere like linearly i mean describe it for me it's both it's both so the, the thing is you can cut you can uh, the, the game has of course alo has levels and these levels determine the skill points you can get the game has six skill trees and if you if you get one you get one skill point per level and you get two on milestone levels like 5 10 15 20. and so the point is to to unlock all six skill trees all the way would require you to get above level 100 with your character so just to give you an idea now i've got 30 hours in the game i'm level 21. so <laughs> so so to supplement yourself with skill points you do side content now this side content is is there's a wide swath of it you run into people that are like a syndicate that are basically selling black market parts and they'll give you a list of shit and say when you kill a mech get me the antenna of that and bring it back and so you actually then have to hunt specific parts of mechs and do that then you get the standard side quest stuff like battle arenas uh, there's a fucking card game like 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 a tabletop card game thing ba baked into this game that i played for about an hour on stream and it frustrated me a lot at the beginning because i because it was so many systems baked into this thing and then on saturday when i put some time into it i ended up like like that like doing like five hours of this shit and you get no levels out of it nothing there was no intrinsic benefit for me to sit and play this for five hours i just did because it was fun <laughs> it was like playing magic the gathering with little wow. mech pieces so so it's there's, there's a lot of and you don't have to do any of this the the main quests in the game are are, are in a way they're level bound so you can out level content right right but but the point is you could probably i would say i would say you could probably wrap this game up if you're just going story and you farm when you need to because you need the materials or you need a better weapon or something like that you could probably wrap this up in 35 to 40 hours i think that's not me based on any scientific information. I didn't do research. I just, I think. But the reality is you can settle somewhere between that and like where I'm probably going to end up is, which is like 200 fucking hours. <laughs> so... To, to me, that's the sweet spot. 20 to 30 hours of like, con, like con concentrated good stuff. Like, a sexy, then, like sexy 20 hours is ridiculous, dude. Like a strong the, 20 hours is the... Because if you could fill a 20-hour spot and you, it, it's strong, that just tells you how much you can expand out to, like, what you're talking about, like a 200. Because if you can't get to 20, you're usually stuck at, like, a, a balls-to-the-wall 10. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, hitting that 20 to 30 sweet spot of just great storytelling makes you love the world enough that you're gonna want to go and do everything else. I found that with Red Dead Redemption. I found that with a Ghost of Tsushima. I find that in worlds like that where you hit that number, you wanna, you don't want this the ride to end. So Correct. you'll go you're almost like delaying it. You're almost like delaying delay it. So you go live in the world. 
And yes. that's that you it's something that you hammer on a lot, emergent gameplay, right? And this mm-hmm. game, this game, so the the reason why why we like worlds like Red Dead Redemption 2's world is you'll be riding on horseback and you suddenly come across two guys that are gunfighting across a hill with each other. One guy stole the other guy's fucking, you know, knapsack and now just fighting out. And at that moment, you can be like, um, do I go with thief guy? Do I just murder them both and take their shit? You know, whatever. But that's a completely random emergent gameplay situation. This game has this as well, but it's on another level because the point is you have tribes in the game who are not friends with each other so these tribes will fight then every once in a while these tribes will fight and a fucking th- a thunder jaw will just come walking in like oh hey humans cool let me oh, eat and then i love that I, I recorded footage which i will be putting in a video of like a four-way fucking like grand melee between herbivore monsters and predators that were hunting them and then a group of hunters on riding on mechs came in to hunt them because they wanted their parts and then like some random dudes were picking herbs there and they also got into the brawl and i just stood on the hill crouched in bushes just watching this shit like watching one team tear the other one apart everything and i let the whole thing play out and there was a clear winner and they rolled out and there was all this like shit debris lying and i just walked in and looted everything and then left i didn't partake at all it was ridiculous that's awesome that's awesome can you pick those herbs for me again please <laughs> i'm gonna make a gif Picking of that herbs. <laughs> Picking herbs. <laughs> No, it's it's. I I know it's it's coming across as as as, as if um, I just met this 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 game and I'm enamored by it and I hope it calls me and I hope it texts me later. Uh, I uh, and 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 that's okay. I'm okay with coming across like I have a huge crush on it because it's that good. I am a deeply deeply jaded gamer, where where I rather most often will look at something and go why did they put this in are they trying to like trick me with fake memories are they like member berries are they like i'm a deeply deeply jaded person and this game has me you saw it on stream where i sat there with like a fat shit eating grin on my face with just watching it and that's that to me gets a winner every time but you're analytical like like you will you will point it out like you you genuinely like playing lost ark but you will point out the things that you have issues with. You're not just going to be, you know, fanboying out for you it. You like, have to be critical of the things you love. You have to. Otherwise, you don't love them. Uh, that's other, right. Otherwise, you just, you're just infatuated. Love means seeing the good and the bad. It means seeing the things that are wrong, but willing to look past them because, you, you, know, you know, it's giving you something. It's making something. And that's the point, really. Yeah. So I, I, I just I think when when you talk about it the way that you talk about it with the fervor that you have and someone like me who did not give it the time of day, um, I actually want to check it out, which is surprising for me because I rarely That's ever go I back. That I rarely ever go back when I kind of make a unfortunately a snap snap judgment on something. But uh, okay, I wanna I want I want to make you a proposition on stream here right now. Fuck. Okay. And I know, I know the timing is kind of awkward, so we're not gonna put us, we're not gonna put a time gate to it because, uh, yes, we have Destiny coming out tomorrow, and we have Elden Ring, and, and that's definitely gonna take a priority. But I, I want to make yeah, in episode five of Separated at Birth, I want to say to you, without telling me that you're doing it, go and play this game. Right, go and play it. Put the time in. Give it, give it at least. Promise me you'll give it five hours. Five. I know it sounds like a lot, <laughs> but give it five hours to see if it like grabs you, right? I'm gonna check and, it out. And then I want you to come back. Let's let's give it an episode or two. And I want you to come back to me and the audience 
and tell me not to not for some fucking weird reason of like you know i was right or you know the game is that good anything like that but just to show that sometimes like even if you're not a fan of the original even if you're a fan of that that doesn't mean that it's gated from you and that you can't be a fan of more of that because i think that's very important a lot of the times we see a number behind a game and i say this because it was very interesting when 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 they spoke to one of the lead designers of 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 horizon they said why didn't you guys guys call it horizon 2 and he mm. said well because i mean i think it's important for the story that we mentioned where the character is going but also because we want people to feel included we don't want to add a number behind our game and they make them go well shit i didn't play one so i guess i can't play two and that's, that's the a, thing that's a sony call they did that with santa monica with god of war 2018 i think it's brilliant i absolutely believe that it makes the audience feel like okay i'm not i don't have to do a backlog i could jump in right here and uh that's the vibe i'm getting with this game with everything that you said with the catch-up cinematic with the uh, introduction of characters as you meet them out in the world where they kind of establish the backstory they show and tell and uh, it, it brings a, a viewer in i i think that's i think it's a great approach i'm interested in the game um it's not a game that had any interest in me despite the good graphics you know i mean sometimes it looks like eloy's got like uh extra key lights on her and then some sub characters don't you know yeah, like yeah. just you get a little bit of like the, uh, by a fucking hair and shit like it's weird though like her hair's got a life of its own like i keep thinking the hair's gonna get off her head and walk away because it's kind of like a spider but uh yeah no 100 percent. but uh, but you know I, what I, you know, yeah you know when a game is big is the memes right True. and there are there are there are Aloy like reaction memes for everything everywhere. Dude, the, yes. the heart like like on my Twitter timeline, it's just like Aloy reacts to fucking uh, putting up the ass. I don't dude, know. It's just dude, like there's a million of them. This game has the most robust, crazy photo mode you will ever see in your life, dude. Like that you can you can literally in the photo mode you can individually alter like you know one eyebrow up, the other one like it's it's nuts. What you can do and then the thing is as you play the story mode of the game you unlock stuff that you can put on aloy when she's in photo mode like there's people running around now that look like aloy as kratos because you can have the line <laughs> down the face and you can have like a shaved head and like it's it's nuts so it, it's i mean the, the the fact when you realize that these guys probably spent like weeks if not months programming just the fucking photo mode of this game is, the game is looks gorgeous. Yeah. The game looks gorgeous. A game with an amazing photo mode. Uh, an amazing photo mode, which I, I have to now put up against this game that you've been talking about for the last uh, 15 minutes or so, is Cyberpunk 2077 Patch oh. 1.5. This photo mode in this game is phenomenal. Like You can make a V do oh, so much stuff. But uh, they put so much work into this 1.5 patch that I don't know. Is it is it grabbing people? It's something you you played the original game on PC. I did. You, it, you picked it up and you put it down. I've never heard you have any whiff of wanting to come back to this world. Um, it was a world that I loved so much i got it on gog i i love cd project red it is one of my favorite studios ever I, I i i have every possible playthrough of the game completed uh wow. all of the alternate endings to so include all the in all, how many how many hours are we talking here if you have to oh, guess 
over 200 like a lot holy shit like bro. a lot a lot a lot i have every single i even did the the v suicide mission with johnny silverhand where you have one attempt at doing it and if you fail it's, you don't get it again so uh, i was able to complete that uh, and that's based on all these key decisions that you make throughout the game uh with a secret ending i love the world uh i was i i, I really fell in love with characters like uh pan am and mm. you know like I'm just so excited to see the numbers. The sales numbers are doing really well. A lot of people are jumping back into the world. I was curious to our audience and to you, did it even cross your mind? Is it anything that grabbed your attention? Is it enough for this studio to have a redemption story? Or do you think so much damage was done with the initial launch of Cyberpunk 2077? Because to me, it's just like, it, it, it caught a massive heat wave. It became the trendy thing to do to slate this game, to not even play it, well, but to just join into the memes. Well, so, that's, that's the thing. That's exactly like you said. It's it's the, the the problem comes when 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 people. Uh, this is the echo chamber, right? When people like it's oh it's cool to hate on something, and then you have all these videos coming out. Like Battlefield twenty forty two went through that now as well, uh, and are currently still going through it. And some might say deservedly so. But the point is that that there's a there's there's a certain time when when the memes become the reality, and cyberpunk i can say i had zero bugs when i played it i just stopped playing it i didn't stop playing it because it crashed to desktop i didn't stop playing it because my fucking mono wired you know got stuck in someone's ass i like i didn't <laughs> like like i i just stopped playing it because it just wasn't like i i played it very like the way that i usually play rpgs is i grind the fuck out of them so so i did side content and i just farmed guys and everything like that and i found you know myself being like double the level of the content that i was doing and i kind of just lost interest but that was i did that to myself that game didn't drive me away it did everything right it had it had very interesting characters it had a compelling story it had a great soundtrack it was in a universe soundtrack's great soundtrack's fucking phenomenal it was in a universe that i thoroughly enjoy and and i for the life of me you know i enjoyed those memes i enjoyed you know people you know the the headless fucking people walking around and weird shit that's happening and like i i enjoyed those but i could for the life of me not replicate that and this is often like a thing with me um but it's also it's also gotten me to thinking that shit isn't always as bad as people make it out to be because yeah. i had the same thing with outriders for instance this is another good example outriders was it was very into hate outriders for a while and the point was that i for the life of me could not replicate any of these issues and that was another game that i played to death that i couldn't replicate all of these issues that people were having with it does it mean that those people were lying no that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying like like that's gotta be like a thing though where one person will complain about something and maybe like two or three people will be like yeah man you know, like that shit and it doesn't it doesn't translate to me into to so so you asked you asked an important question does the studio re deserve a redemption arc of course they do uh, especially knowing the studio that it is very dear to my heart so of course they do um and hopefully they've learned some lessons from this but also you gotta sometimes wonder like how much of this is is actually their fault this game was hyped to death like this thing had to be the second coming of christ to even just hit some of those notes yeah, so, it, it it made its money and then some just in pre-orders. Like uh, at six months before the launch, the initial launch of the game, they had already sold a million units. 
So that immense pressure from the shareholders to say, get it out now, yeah. you know? Yeah, it but I mean, really, Rome, they, they, did really last gen, the they did last gen dirty. Like, the game should have never launched on last gen. You know, like, it's also like they there's... They make <laughs> PC games, bro. They do not make console games. Yes. All of the Witcher games, all of them, the be the Witcher 1, only on PC. Mm. Witcher 2, they had to make an enhanced edition later to get it on console. And Witcher 3 was a simul release, but it was infinitely better on PC. And still continues they, to be this day. And it still continues to be this day. And they released so many definitive editions just to slowly upgrade the console version to be on par with the PC version. They make PC games, man. They're a PC developer. They should have yeah. just focused on that. Um, but they, they, they got so popular, they didn't want to cut their audience. They wanted to get it out to as many people as possible. Sure. I understand that. I had one f bug that I thought was a feature, not a bug. If I hit high speeds in my car, my character would T-pose out of the top of the car, and his penis would flop out in the wind. And it was just... Oh, dude, yeah, he was just doing that. That was just your guy. Like, that's... that's <laughs> That, that's how that's how he drives a fucking soft top bro like that's just how it goes <laughs> i like the feel of the wind in my hair and balls like, <laughs> that's the gist of it yeah no. my v was a freak baby and uh, i like it that way but <laughs> i love the game um i'm debating uh the the thing that sucks is now with 1.5 and with all the little things and stuff like that i almost wish i could just purge my memory of all yeah, because you kind of want to do a, a brand new replay. I just right? want to do a brand new replay yeah, of it and go yeah. through it again. And it, and and given the the schedule that I have with games coming up, I have no time for it. But uh, it's something that I'm definitely interested in. I'm curious about the audience. Uh, if 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 patch 1.5 is something that you're interested in, please let us know in the comments to this video. Uh, I'm curious about that. I'm always looking. I'm always standing this game, and I'm looking for people who uh, who who joined the Cyberpunk army. Uh, I will never give up on our uh, corpo overlords. I want uh, all the hentai uh, BDs like put into my brain. You know, <laughs> I just I want to live that life one day. I'm a VR connoisseur, and that's the life I want to live. So so take me back to that world. Uh, but Moving on from that, uh, I had a question for you. Uh, okay. I, I am a creature of ritual, right? Mm-hmm. I go to bed. I listen to a podcast. It just, I just need, I need information pumping into my ear, right? But when I wake up, I have the, an order of information that I go to. I wanted to know, what is your Google order? What are the websites that you go to first? What, is, what do you hit... And do you have like an order or is it kind of chaotic or do you just like, I wake up, I check this website, I go down, I go my uh, Twitter timeline, I do what? I think this is a fascinating thing. Um, and also like a lot of people, like there could be a website that they don't know, like to get sure. information from and stuff like that. So I think it's a good thing like to maybe somebody in the audience could put some sites that they could go to, recommend them to us. But like, I want to know your search order. How do you uh, consume information in, in when you start your day? So this is a this is a super interesting question, and the the reason is that that you've come to know me as a a a. Um, you live in the dark spot of Reddit, baby, and I I don't frequent that area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, but I mean, I like I, I I certainly don't go. It's almost like I go to Reddit to remind myself, you know, how not to be. You know, like it's it's like a fucking it's like a reminder of how not to be a bad person. And by the way, if anybody here is a fucking Reddit fan, I'm not slating you. Fucking calm down. Like the 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 thing is that that um, I'm I I'm very habitual. 
and so this is an interesting question for me because the thing is like like for me the, the structure of things and lists and stuff like that is very much like how my brain works and so for like i consume first of all i consume an insane amount of youtube just just youtube so so i have i have certain channels on youtube but more specifically the thing is i just pop youtube open and i just look at you know what's in my first let's say three scrolls and if there's something and out of that i'll usually harvest about maybe five to seven videos that i'll just queue up and i'm like okay cool i'm good to go and i just push them to my fucking phone if i'm leaving the house or something because it gives me shit to watch on the metro then in terms of like websites and stuff yes i do reddit but the point is reddit i only frequent certain subreddits so i'll i'll frequent the subreddits of the games that i'm enjoying so right now of course i check out last talk i'm always checking out outriders because my god um but you know I'll, I'll check out some of those but then the the other thing is i try to check some of the the what what is a good way of putting it i i i i, I check like the 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 websites like like i i won't go to like an ign or uh, or something like that but i i go to websites that think that they're superior to all of these and like slate <laughs> them all and like i look through that content so a good one for instance is reset era i don't know if you know mm, them i know reset era reset? I, I don't I don't yeah. go to Reset Era, but I hear about like the uh, the elitism of Reset Era. Yeah, Reset Era, <laughs> Reset Era is is you can you can only spend so much time on it before you're like um, you know like this this is why the internet should not have been invented. Um, <laughs> but, but however, there are diligent posters on Reset Era that often push me in the direction of content that I want. And that's the reason why. So again, it's like that whole good with the bad type of situation. But yeah, I do that. And then the, I've cultivated a... So you know, like, you know like when you pop your phone open and you get like Google Suggests? I've mm -hmm. cultivated a fucking ridiculous amount of Google Suggests from that. So I get a lot of stuff like, like from shooters and, you know, things like that. And that's basically it. That's that's how I consume. That's that's the gist of it. I, I try. This is live, so I try so hard to cultivate my uh, Google my Google like feed to give me the stories that I want, but it always ends up anime titties and sports. And it's that's just because like, you so you. That's because you browse to those things while you're on the but fucking I toilet. I say less. I say less. That's it. No, that's it. That's it. You cracked it. You've had a couple of drinks with me on stream and you can take that last shit for the night before you retire and you're just like fucking scrolling through all that anime big titties. It is what it is. It's it's that that coupled with the fact that Google is listening. So so we just said anime big titties three times and Google's like, this guy wants anime big titties. Let me let me hook him up. Oh my so gosh. It, yeah. is a, it, yeah. is a, it is an issue. But um yeah, I, I find if I had to, if if I had to say the secret source for me is is probably YouTube, and it's not because that's the platform that I'm on and I fucking record videos on there, but I think that it's YouTube is is ridiculous with the algorithm. Like once you get it down pat and, and you get it to stop serving you like stupid shit, then it's actually quite interesting. You know what can come up, and my stuff is like a mixture of MMA, uh, yeah. you know, uh, MMA. Not a lot. See, not a lot of anime. That's that's the thing. But I would go searching for it a lot. But a lot of MMA, a lot of movies, a lot of music, and then usually interspersed with like the creators that I like, and then like the reviewers that I that I you know also enjoy watching. And that's that's pretty much it. Uh, it's it's a the last part that I want to say here, and this is the thing as a content creator, and you yourself are one as well. The 
the thing is you reach this kind of point where i also watch what i watch now like i'm careful to watch certain things because of how it can artistically influence me mm -hmm. and it's it's something that i'm very like self-conscious about that if i watch and th th this is this is the most honest that i can be about this is if i watch the way that somebody critiques something or they review something or they discuss something and i find it incredibly compelling i can't help but have it almost like rewire my dna in a way where i'm like man that really like like i like the format of like and i like how that works and i, and I think it becomes like you know life imitating art or you know art imitating art or whatever the fuck but i'm very cognizant of that so so it, i almost do this thing like if i find something i really like then i actually watch less of it because i don't yeah. want it to spoil me so but i mean i i went off on a tangent now what's what's your process help me no, and don't uh, say anime big titties because <laughs> we know that's on there let's go no, no, no. It's 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 very uh it's 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 very calculated for me. Like uh I wake up, I instantly I go to a website, it's called Crossing Broad. It is a local Philadelphia what's happening in Philadelphia uh website and it just tells me what's going on like locally. So that's the first thing I do. It, it's a three three minutes, you know, I could just quickly. But what is it what is it what does it cover though? Is it just like happenings in Philadelphia, a little bit of foodie stuff, a little bit of music stuff, a little bit of culture stuff? Sports, culture, food, okay, all that. Okay, okay. So, so almost like so almost get, like a digital newspaper, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I am an old man reading the newspaper. But yeah, I wake up, I hit crossing broad first, three minutes. I can quickly just go. This is what's happening in my city, and I can move on from that. Then I immediately go to like, uh, I'll check what's what. What are the rumors in uh, movies, music, and uh, and pro wrestling? Like that's just me. So like I'll hit those sites, uh, and 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 it, then I'll hit those websites, right? And this is all still while I'm like wiping the sleep from my eyes quickly hit these <laughs> and then for me it's heavy heavy youtube like like mm. i got into youtube uh just as my primary source of uh, entertainment watching like i want to say 10 years ago like Holy i cut shit. the i cut the cord like i stopped watching any tv i only ever watched series or or movies and then it was all day youtube like uh very specific uh and and it, it's funny because like it all depends on what platform you're watching if you're on the tv you can only get so many refreshes or, or like recommendations if you're on the mobile you can refresh more sure. and then uh, yeah but I, I i live in like um movie reviews uh television reviews movie and television like rumor uh world and uh i live into that space and then gaming news gaming rumors and then uh and then I'll go take that. Then I'll go to my sites that I like while I'm watching it. So I, I go to a, like a Polygon or like a Push Square or, yeah. you know, I Push rarely go to Push Square. Is great. I, I love Push Square. I, give, I used give to give a shout to, out to that for sure. Yeah. I used to go to Kotaku a lot, but then it got so political. It just became unreadable. Um, yeah, I can't. And, I, I, I can't. We, we had a just as a side tangent here. Me and you had a discussion when we when we originally you know talked about you know the things that we would cover in this podcast and both of us unanimously said you know we we have no real interest to jump into you know world issues politics religion you know like almost like the taboos but the point is just that that you know those topics and i i fucking hated the fact that kotaku they it's not only that but they went with this morality fucking spin on stuff and most recently and it's just i don't want that stuff 
it, it's almost like in a way and I, and and this is you know what there's some people that enjoy it and fucking power to them but i don't want that real world shit creeping into my hobbies yeah like i want a game now, to be about a game there are politics in everything right yes, there yes. there is the there is the artist's interpretation of the world that they they grew up in that they were raised in or what they've seen and then they try to present that in whatever medium they choose art sure. movies games whatever but you have to let the art speak for itself yes. because everyone will pull from that differently to the, from their own experiences from their own forms of expression and to have it 24 hours it be uh politically you didn't do this good enough or you mm. didn't express this good enough and signaling it, and for, fucking and like it, that. It, it's exhausting. I, I I go to this medium for escapism, and then to have a site that used to be so good with writing um, op-eds about you know the gaming industry and gaming, and to, to go so far into the mm. political spectrum, it just ruined that escapism for me. So it's a site that I used to go to a lot, I can't go to anymore. Um, and I'm sensitive to a lot of the issues. I try to have an open mind to a lot of stuff, but it's all around us all the time. We're all information people that have information overload. Sure. I need a break. Yeah. I need to like fire up and just see some, like play some games and then kill some monsters. Like I can't have it 24 seven. And if there's a, if there's a, I go back to this show all the time. Arcane. Arcane had a message. Yeah. It didn't beat but you over the head yeah, with but it. It didn't fucking beat you over the head and go, do you get it? Do you get it? You get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I just, always put it to, I put it akin to, to uh, I, I explained this the other day to my wife and, and, and I said to her that like the issue with, again, I don't mean to like beat a fucking, you know, like a uh, flog a dead horse here, but like, like Kotaku, the thing is there's two ways that you can, that you can, you can come from from like a past of hardship and all of that stuff like you just alluded to now right and then that that shapes your message uh take a take a fuck take a rapper like eminem right guy grew up fucking hard everything like that and that has definitely defined him as an artist right and it and and the way that he sings right and and, and the, his lyrics and all of that but he doesn't he doesn't do it in such a way where he goes hey if you didn't grow up in detroit with me and you didn't grow up hard then fuck you, you you're a piece of shit like he doesn't he doesn't make you feel bad for not having his way of thinking he just tells you this is how i think about shit you can either like it or you can't that's your thing but this is my message and this is where problems like what kotaku does is wrong in my opinion because what they do is they go if you don't think like we do there's something wrong with you yeah and that's the problem and it's not, I'm picking on Kotaku now. There's a lot of this out there, but th that's the problem that happens when you bring things like morality, race, uh, religion, and all of that in, is if you don't agree with us, you're wrong. Yeah, and I, to me, I've always believed that it, uh, entertainment is a marketplace, right? It's industry, count the receipts, okay? Hmm. If the public has an opinion on your message or what you're putting out there, the receipts will show. All right. That's why it's a very I don't believe in the term get woke, go broke. I don't believe in it. But the people say it and it happens is because if you're too heavy handed and you don't have good storytelling and writing mm. and you try to just have an agenda, it's not going to sell. Then all that you are is an agenda. Stupid. Exactly. People aren't stupid. People are smart. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that's the thing. You, you can almost then take like this whole thing where you where you go. Um, like the fact that people that they do it this way almost then means that they think that you're stupid right and then so, that upsets me 
because then it, it's like a thing of like okay you actually not only like telling me the way that you think but you're also somehow alluding to the fact that i'm not intelligent so that's right i hate that i hate insulting people's intelligence i believe groups of people are dumb but a person if you give them every opportunity they will surprise you they have a story to tell they are smart they are also separated at birth because we all are separated at birth and when you can come sit down on a monday hang out with us on this podcast talk about the things we like talk about the things we don't like we can all come together and have a voice we know that you take an hour or sometimes two out of your day to come hang out with us we appreciate that greatly this has been episode five of the separated at birth podcast i love hanging out with my co-host the man of the hour too sweet to be sour the full measure my buddy and all of you for hanging out with us uh take us home my good buddy and uh tell the people where you are where can they find you and what do you got cooking up next so i can only repeat everything that my brother from another mother said it is an absolute pleasure hanging out with you guys every monday um and and obviously with roman as well we get to we get to discuss the things that are on our minds and you know share them with you guys also pick each other's brains and and mostly just hang out because that's what this is it's a fun hangout so absolutely appreciate all of the time that you spent with us in this uh 100 open to suggestions of how we can alter the show and things that we can do that's why we added the mail address in the description so jump into that it's not just for questions to us or anything like that tell us what you'd like in the show things that you'd like us to discuss things that you'd like us to focus on more and you know tangents tangents that's a terrible word uh, <laughs> that that you'd like us to go on because in the end we are all separated both it's not just me and roman but all of us here and that's really the thing personally for me uh hell of a lot going on this week we got the usual streams but of course alden ring on friday i believe both myself and roman will be streaming it we have that fucking wager that's going the challenge is on, on. And so we want you guys to keep track of that and we'll of course be communicating it and there'll be videos, there'll be streams, all of that. But the race is on to see who can finish the game in the shortest amount of time, you know, time played basically. So it is going to be very interesting. But other than that, we will be back the same time, the same place next week. Can't wait to see you. And it's just really important that you have a fantastic week and fucking